Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles will show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, you just swap them out for more new-to-use styles. Since having kids, I have kind of lost my personal style and I'm using Armoire to help me find it again while trying out different brands and styles without having to add more physical stuff to my wardrobe. And I have a few events that are coming up that I know I am going to want some fancier items to wear than the items that I own. And I don't really want to go shopping for items that are going to sit in my closet without being worn after that one day. I hate the waste that that creates and I love that Armoire allows you to rent high quality designer clothing for any occasion and then send it back. I'm just really grateful that I have Armoire to help me dress for the occasion without having to add something to my closet permanently that I know I'm only gonna be wearing once. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armwire.style slash minimalish. That's armwire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash minimalish to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armwire today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. movement that encourages you to live with less stuff and find more time and joy in the process. So what is minimalish? It's the grace-filled way of doing the same thing. Sustainable, realistic minimalism that actually makes sense for your life. It's not all about subscribing to a movement and trying to do it perfectly, but rather questioning how that movement fits best within your life. The Minimalish Podcast is here to help make life lighter realistically for the everyday mom. I'm Desiree, and my passion is to help you enjoy motherhood, your family, and your home by cutting the clutter and excess stuff in your life. Minimalism has helped me not only make my home a better place, but also become a better version of myself. So that's what I'm here to talk to you about each week. So grab a cup of coffee and let's walk towards simple together. Welcome to the Minimalish Podcast. I'm your host, Desiree, and... Let me start today by saying that I am a stay-at-home and work-from-home mom. 
And I wanted to say that because today I am talking to you about the concept of slowing down. And I think it's important that we think about our life stages and kind of our life circumstances and what we do personally when we're thinking about this topic. Um, It's not going to look the same for everyone. Everyone has different roles that they play. Some of those make us busier than others. But today I want to challenge you to think about, can you be less busy than you currently are? What are you doing to make yourself busier than you need to be? So that's just kind of the idea that I want you to think through today as as we're talking about slowing down. And I personally kind of wrote out this particular episode after a day where I finally slowed down. And it was the first time that I really kind of took a slow day and didn't feel bad about it and didn't feel guilty like I should have been, you know, being productive, like doing a million other things. So I think we are all kind of obsessed with productivity these days, and I'm not trying to speak for you, I'm not trying to blanket statement anything, I just think that there is an overall obsession with productivity, especially in American culture. I can't speak for other cultures, but I know that I live in the United States, and that is what I particularly see around me, that's what I see on social media, and I personally know that I get that feeling too. I get obsessed with being productive. It's not even my natural state to be overly productive. So when I am productive, I do end up feeling good about it, of course, but I don't feel this overwhelming sense of achievement that I thought I would. It's good to get things done, but when I push and push it um, and push myself to check off a super long to-do list every single day, I find myself tired instead of content. I find that in my journey to simplifying, I somehow find myself often chasing productivity. So I'm going to say that one again because I think it's important and I think maybe some of us can relate. I find that in my journey to simplifying, I somehow find myself often chasing productivity. When I really think about this, it seems very counterintuitive. Like, how does simplifying my life mean that I need to be more productive and doing more things? It just does not make sense. So I recently found out that I am a type 9 on the Enneagram, and if you know anything about the Enneagram, um, it's really a great self-discovery tool, and it's like a personality test, but it kind of goes deeper. It talks about your motivations, and I highly recommend it for anyone who likes that kind of thing. But if you're an Enneagram fan, it might make sense to you what I've said before, given my natural personality being a type 9, I am just not innately a productive person. Long to-do lists will overwhelm me. Even short to-do lists can overwhelm me. So that's just kind of a background about who I am. Because obviously, you know, some of us love being productive and some of us love a long to-do list and don't get overwhelmed by it. So I just want you to know, like, who's talking to you and um, the fact that coming from my perspective, this might look differently for you. But the idea of living slower and living less busy is something I think that can apply to all of us. So because I've learned that this tiredness and this exhaustedness that I feel when I push myself to be super productive comes from 
just a few list items getting checked off for the day. I've started to give myself a little bit more grace lately when it comes to filling up my to-do list. And that's kind of where this all started. So as I said in the beginning, I am a stay-at-home mom and work-from-home mom, and when it comes down to it, I can find a million little things to fill up my list. And maybe you can relate if you are also a stay-at-home mom, or even if you just work from home. When you're in your house all day, your house is like just begging you to spend all of your time on it. There's always more cleaning that can be done. I can find some kind of really interesting, intriguing sensory activity to try with Gemma that day, or maybe five of them, or I can work on my podcast and writing for as many hours as Gemma naps. So I could fill up all of my time with just being productive. So I found myself each day as I make out my list in the mornings that I kind of urge my pen in hand to fill it up as much as possible. Like, how can I just fill up all of these lines? How can I make be as productive as possible today? What can I accomplish? And I started to realize that This was the mindset I was starting my day with, and not that there's anything wrong with that mindset, but it was a mindset that just doesn't like fit who I am as a person. So the other day, as I planned for myself a day of cleaning that really did need my attention after a busy couple of days spent mostly out of the house, my mind and body were kind of asking me to ignore my list a little bit, to rest and to slow down. And remembering kind of the recent self-discovery through the Enneagram that I had just done, I for once decided to listen to what I needed and to move forward in that direction with no self-judgment or criticism. And I decided to just be still that day. And I allowed Gemma to play on her own. I watched my 16-month-old run around the living room from one activity to another. She would bring toys to me intermittently and we would play together. She was discovering and learning the world as I was just kind of a background supporter. And we cuddled and talked and read books with no agenda and loosely followed our time frames and schedules that I have set for us. We visited family for dinner in the evening and I didn't even stress about getting out of the house in a timely manner because there was no need to. There was really no time frame on our day It wasn't a day void of productivity. I spent hours on taxes during nap time, um, but it didn't exhaust me because I wasn't on high alert for any free moment to just be productive while Gemma was awake and while she was asleep. And so what I realized from all of that was that in my current season, I'm actually allowed to live slow. I find myself wanting to live and work and produce at a much faster pace than is needed for a stay-at-home mom. Of course, mom life is hard, and I know it is often busy, but I only have one child, and it doesn't have to be busy for me. I'd even go as far as to say that if you're feeling overly busy, don't make motherhood your excuse. I know that maybe like upset a few people listening, but if you're busy as a mom because your child or your children are involved in too many activities, there's no reason why you cannot say no to some of those things. And I know I don't have older kids with opinions and (laughs) thoughts around what they're involved in, but if we are too busy, it is not because of motherhood. It is because we have involved ourselves and our kids in too many things. And, you know, that's what our culture tells us we should do, so it's not your fault, but it doesn't mean that you can't proactively get yourself out of that situation. 
Over time, we say yes to too many things. We worship productivity and we worship busy. We believe that more will make us happy. And that's kind of the idea that minimalism stands off of, right? We believe that more possessions are going to make us happy. Well, I think we also believe that more on our to-do lists and in our schedules is going to make us happy. But when do we actually find ourselves happiest? When we are playing chauffeur to our children, hoisting them from one activity to another, like spending hours in the car because of it, when we're slaving away to our to-do lists, I honestly don't think so. I think we find ourselves happiest on the slower days, when there's time for rest, when there's actual time for the living, for enjoying one another, for conversation. Maybe this is why we always crave vacation. And now I'm fully aware that I'm an introvert and I maybe like that downtime more than other people might, but nobody can say like, I don't like vacation or I don't like to rest. I just don't think that that's true. I think we are created to have rest in our lives. And I think that we, many of us have created lives where there is no room for that. So of course I know that there are jobs and demands and all of the ways that we are serving others. There are days that need to be full, but I'm just encouraging you today to look at your schedule and ask yourself how you can slow down, even if you don't think it's possible. Think on the question for a second. Maybe you'll realize you are overcommitting yourself. It's okay to quit something if that's the case. It's okay to say no. Personally, I'm in a season where I can lean into slower living, so I'm committing myself to doing just that. Because here's what I found on the day when I said yes to what I needed. When I said yes to slow and no to the hamster wheel of productivity. Gemma thrived. Without my interference on her play, she was content. Without my constant anxiety about if I'm doing enough for her, she was honestly calmer too. We connected more. There was more laughing, more smiles, more eye contact, more cuddles. All of these things I think we both need more than my agenda of the things I believe will make me a good mom. And at the end of the day, before bedtime for her, as I was rocking her in the chair that we are honestly getting close to outgrowing, I felt happy. I didn't feel the normal questions of defeat that I feel when I'm going, going, going all day. I felt truly happy. Like, this is it. This was the type of day that I lived for as a mom. My heart was full. And I realized that my growing toddler will soon be too big to rock in my arms. And I don't want to look back and realize I missed it because I was too busy worrying about what I could accomplish. I don't want to miss these fully present moments that happen when we just slow down. Of course, I do realize that not all days will be like this. Even when lived slower, I realize that there are tantrums and cabin fever when we need to leave the house or have an activity planned or someone will end up pulling their hair out. That most likely being me. Um, But I also believe that our kids sense our hidden agenda. And if they feel that we are anxious about being productive or whatever host of other things we need to be, they are less calm themselves. I also do realize that not every day can be slow. But my new goal is to look at my week and not just wonder what all I can get done, but rather look at where I can find margin to slow down and truly live. Not just every once in a while, not just like once a month, but as much as possible. And I hope this is an encouragement for you just to look at your days a little differently. 
to allow margin, to allow rest, not just once a week, but within each day or as often as possible, to slow down so that you can experience truly living rather than being constantly pushed forward due to the desire to be always productive. So here are just some quick practical steps for slowing down, if it sounds like something that might benefit you. One, look at your schedule. What can you cancel, quit, stop going to? What isn't in your true skill set or what isn't bringing you joy? Just stop doing it, if at all possible. Two, look at your to-do lists. Can you put less on them each day? The answer is probably yes. Can you prioritize and spread out the most important tasks throughout the week and forget about the less important ones until they become kind of more important? Three, look at your day. When are you most productive? Can you wake up earlier to get the important stuff done so that you feel less stressed and more present throughout the rest of the day? I will say for me, the fact that my job as a work from home, like online teacher takes place in the early morning hours, it really helps because I am able to focus and be productive in the mornings and you know, get my work done so that for the rest of the day, I'm mostly focused on Gemma and any kind of homemaker type of stuff that needs my attention on that day. Four, reflect. What is stressing you out? What are you anxious about? How can you combat this? Is it a mindset you need to get rid of or is it something you need to stop doing? And kind of a last question to ask yourself. If you are on a journey to simplifying your life, how does productivity fit into that journey? These are just a few ways to slow down. And another suggestion I have for you is a book I read actually this past fall called Chasing Slow by Aaron Lochner. It was one of my favorites I've ever read and I highly recommend it. So you can find that link in my show notes. So one last thing I want to encourage you on before we kind of wrap this up is that If there's something about your life that is creating anxiety every day or making you feel overwhelmed daily or not allowing you rest, whatever it is, if it's a job or your schedule being too full, if it's something that is in your control, you have the power to change it. And I just want to encourage you with that because I was a full-time teacher for years, as you may know if you've listened to previous episodes, and that job overwhelmed me. That job stressed me out. It was not a job that I loved, and it was a really hard decision to realize that I was in control of my career path, and I did not have to stay in that career path just because, you know, that's what I went and got a degree for. And it was a hard decision to make, and it, you know, it didn't seem like the best financial choices at the time, and there was a whole host of things that would make me stay in a place where I was unhappy. But that job could have never really fulfilled me or, you know, allowed me rest and slow living because it just didn't fit me. And so making that choice to stay home with Gemma instead and, you know, figure it out with our finances. It's a long story that I won't go into here in this episode, but making that choice helped me realize that we truly are in control of what our lives look like for the most part. Of course, there are things out of our control, but when it comes to career path and schedules and what we fill our days with, we're in control of that. So 
I just wanted to encourage you to kind of look at your day and decide, you know, what what really does need to change if I feel like I can never find rest, I can never slow down, I am always so busy, I am burning out, what needs to change? You are in control of making that change. Okay, that is all for today's episode. I hope that you find some margin in your days this week and find the time to really enjoy your life by slowing down. Fight for this. It's important. And I do want to quickly just put that plug out there again that if you are enjoying the podcast, please consider leaving a rating or a review on iTunes. I do have directions for that in the show notes. Even if you don't listen on iTunes, you can still review it on iTunes. So check out that link in the show notes. It really only takes about five minutes and I would be forever grateful. And if you do review it, please let me know. On You can find me on Instagram at minimalish underscore motherhood or my email is linked below so that I can send you a little free printable hand-lettered art to inspire you on your journey towards simplifying and also to say thank you for taking the time to do that. I am thinking of you all on your journeys to simplifying and I will talk to you next week. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.